Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast. You're starting this shit. I am starting this shit because you, I don't think you are able to. Hey, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Tumbles here with Cranky giving the intro this time. We're sitting in the parking lot of the Jones Beach Theater in Long Island because we just finished a fucking awesome concert with Seether and Three Doors Down and we're kind of tipsy. So we're sitting here. (laughs) So you Eating get, a shitty cookie. <laughs> yes, you get to ride this out with us until I'm able to drive us home. So, welcome to the Rocks and Roots <laughs> podcast, the most unprofessional podcast. Absolutely. On the internet, this should be a fun episode. Oh my god, this cookie is horrible. This really is shit. It is shit. Okay, so let's start with what the fuck we did today. Hi y'all, it's a weeknight, it's a school night, so... It's, hey, how are you? How are you? It's Thursday. <laughs> she waved. We're all good. I just made someone extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> people are yelling. So you're going to hear a lot of background noise in this episode because we are sitting in the parking lot. Of Jones Beach Theater. Because no one can move because there is a traffic jam and we shouldn't move anyway because as I mentioned, we can't fuck. Neither one of us is in any shape. <laughs> To fucking drive. We drank 47 ounces of Mike's Heart Lemonade in about three hours, which were very lightweight, apparently, because we hike so fucking much and we have no time for alcohol. So I know that occasionally my sister and mother-in-law listen to this podcast. Your sister-in-law. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, you said your sister and mother-in-law. Yes. So, (laughs) hi guys, if you're listening. All right, so let's rewind. So we are eating a really fucking shitty cookie. Here, have some more. That's disgusting. <laughs> so we went to Rocco's. Patisserie. Uh, Rocco's. Um, right by the Verizon Narrows Bridge. Shut the fuck up. Right by the Verizon Narrows Bridge in Brooklyn. Because she is defying Mayor de Blasio's fascistic orders of vaccine passports. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> so we, we knew this podcast would be this way. This is fine. This is why we don't reveal our names. This is all good, my friend. Um, <clears throat> so she has a sign up saying all are welcome, it doesn't matter your sexuality, your vac- vaccine passport status, your mask, none of that shit matters. All, literally all are welcome. So we'll I post this on the Instagram for you to say. Yes, I took a picture. Mm-hmm. So I had to support this fucking lady. Um, and Mrs. Cranky called this. She looked on the <laughs> Yelp, she looked at the bakery and was like, that's shit. It's a shitty bakery. It's a really shitty bakery. Using a fucking Liberty thing to garner business. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Cranky was correct. Good job, Mrs. Cranky. We are eating a very shitty um, M&M cookie. So Rocco's Bakery, rock on for your fucking freedom. But your bakery sucks. <laughs> your bakery sucks. So then... <laughs> so then, okay, so get the... We drove an hour and 40 minutes. An hour and 40 minutes to Brooklyn. And then we had another hour and a half to get to Jones Beach Theater. So we are here. Seether and Three Doors Down. was, Which was awesome. They were awesome. All you 90s kids out there, Seether got old and fat, but they still sound pretty good. <laughs> Three Doors Down sounds, sounds awesome. Even exactly though, the same. Because you have the same lead singer throughout the 20 years. Everyone else is different because they're probably 
progressive or Democrat. And they left this conservative Trump supporting lead singer who I don't know his name at the moment, but they sound the same. His name. Yeah. So rock on, except they didn't play citizen soldier. So fuck them. But I'm like throwing out the majority of this cookie. I'm only eating the M&Ms. They are still awesome. Yeah. No, this cookie (laughs) sucks. Rocco's bakery. I love that you are Liberty minded. But you fucking suck as a bakery. You gotta check out, like, the Toll House cookie recipe for your M&M cookies here. And there is a much better bakery, Mm -hmm. um, Sweet Melissa's. Look them up. I'm not even gonna say where they are, but look them up. They are much better. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Three Doors Down and Cedar were awesome. Despite the fact that they didn't play Citizen Soldier... But I understand that given the current events of the week. Thank you. You're welcome. You're giving me more shitty cookie. That's great. (laughs) All right. It is helping me sober up. This is a hiking podcast. So uh, let's get to... We hiked from the parking lot to the uh, concert venue. Point one miles where, (laughs) where we barely made it. I was in the restroom and there is a... There is a dude in the ur- in the urinal next to me. Wow. <laughs> saying, help me Jesus, help me Jesus. He must have had stones, but no, he did not. So I said, all right, hang in there, buddy. You can make it. You're only drunk. You're fine. <laughs> and he was like, no, I have brain cancer and lung cancer. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right. Well, I hope the concert was good for you. But. Thoughts and <clears throat> prayers to our urinal <laughs> man. Urinal friend. <laughs> So, goodbye, <laughs> listeners. <clears throat> All right, so let's get like down, down and dirty, down to business a little I'm, bit. You're you're doing rather well. Yes, I am. I'm doing a little better than you this week. Yes, indeed. So, Crank was away last week, and he actually have some has some things to add from our last episode about Claire Nelson. So, if without further ado, go ahead, Cranky. So I listened to your Claire Nelson episode. Why, thank you. <clears throat> it was good. You did a good job solo. Thanks. I appreciate that. You are welcome. Okay, Michael Malice. Damn straight. <laughs> so <clears throat> as I was listening and you were saying bring duct tape, which I agree, good job. Thanks. Bring a lighter, which I agree, good job. Thanks again. I was listening to this and I was saying, tell the thing where you wrap the duct tape around the lighter, tell the fucking, and you didn't tell the fucking thing. I'm sorry. I was driving on 78 and there was a lot of traffic. So I will tell the fucking thing. Tell the thing. So a hack you can bring, as Tumble said, duct tape and a lighter. It's very eloquent of you. Yeah, because people say duck and it's not... It's not duck, it's duck. It's not quack, although there is a brand of duck quack quack tape, but it is supposed to be ducked. Ducked. D-U-C-T, like your fucking air conditioners. (laughs) So, if you take about a foot, 12 inches of ducked... Yes. (laughs) 12 inches, huh? I don't know where your head is right now. What the fuck, dude? A foot is 12 inches. We all know this, especially for us sober friends listening. (laughs) Which we are not right now, but we're (laughs) getting there. I'm feeling a little bit better. Wrap that shit around a Bic lighter, Mm -hmm. and you can save space and weight. You don't have to bring an entire roll. Duct tape is useful. I 
I'm not sure how much detail you went into, but it's useful to repair gear. Like if I you, didn't go into this. Okay. So if you tear your tent, if you tear your rain gear, slap some duct tape on there and it'll get you through <clears throat> the hike that you're on. It's also good if you get cut, you could slap that shit on there. But like I said, <clears throat> if you wrap it a, a, about a foot around the lighter, you have both in one piece of equipment and you save a lot of weight. So there is your tip for the day. That's um, very excellent. The other thing that you didn't mention that when I was listening, I was like, mention the salt, mention the salt. And you didn't mention the salt. I didn't mention the salt. I apologize. <clears throat> That's okay. You still did a fine job solo. Thank you so much. I really feel like a cigarette right now. God damn it. I threw all of the cigars out. I apologize. Fuck. Okay, it's all right. <laughs> I shouldn't. Um, cigars after a hike are a good way to celebrate them. Yeah, as well as gimpful schnapps, which is uh, which translates to translates to peak schnapps for those interested. That is perfect because we have done that on peaks. We have from Mount Madison. <clears throat> so, the other thing, since Claire Nelson was in the desert, that would have benefited her. And would benefit everybody, especially in the summer, but winter too, is Tri-Oral brand. Mm -hmm. T-R-I-O-R-A-L. I can spell it. Good job, Oral. So Tri-Oral sounds dirty like a film, but it's not. Like a film. <laughs> what <It's>... films? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the internet, there's so many things available. Tri-Oral, it's, uh, it's, it's salt. Trust me, it's salt. It, 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 yes, it's hydration salts. You're fine. <laughs> um, very, very beneficial. We actually, we are training for the Stowe Half Marathon, and we actually used them on our last run. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, the run before our last run. Because our last run was yesterday. Which was short. It was four. It was fine. It was <clears throat> um, but we, 90 degrees in, what, fucking park mountain thing? Tammany? No. We meet there 5.30 usually on oh, Wednesday. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. South, South Mountain. Mountain. South yes. Mountain Reservation, which is a wonderful <clears throat> site uh, in Essex County, New Jersey. It uh, It's very varied. You can, if you're interested in running flat, you can go around the reservoir. If you're interested in running hills, you can do an easy 12 to 13 mile run through this reservation, which was... Created and constructed by um, Frederick Law Olmsted, who did Central Park and Prospect Park. Awesome, thank you. You're very well. Oh, and the Gardens of Biltmore, which was owned by a Vanderbilt son. Which you. is on our travel list. And it's in North Carolina. Beautiful. It's the largest privately owned home in the country. Yes, so we will go there. This is like drunk history. It's great. <laughs> it is great. I'm feeling a little bit better, though. Me too. I love our drunk episodes because we update the listeners as to how we're doing throughout. And then in about like a month, we go back and listen to ourselves and say, Jesus Christ, this is really shit. <laughs> so, <clears throat> South Mountain, cross train. We are training for a half marathon, mm -hmm. but running in general when you can't <clears throat> hike is a good way to cross train. Absolutely. So, try oral. Try oral. Salt is what I wanted to add, and the duct tape around the lighter mm -hmm. is a good hack. 
that is what I wanted to add. Thank you. <clears throat> um, I will tease because I am going to be solo. I will try to put out at least one episode because you are going to where? I am going to it. I mentioned this last weekend. Oh my God, this asshole's alarm is going off. So I apologize profusely for the shithead in the blue car. <laughs> um, I'm going to hike 110 miles in the Tour du Mont Blanc, um, which starts in, usually starts in a town in France called Les Uches, L-E-S, uh, space H-O-U-C-H-E-S. And usually people go counterclockwise. Uh, a YouTuber called, I believe his name is Craig Adams. He does wonderful hiking videos and they are without any commentary. They have some light music. You can probably fall asleep to them, but it, Craig Adams is what I've watched actually this week. And he has a wonderful video on the Tour du Mont Blanc. If you're interested, I will go into depth about my hike when I get back the weekend of September 17th. This is the first that I'm hearing about Craig Adams. I will check him out. Thank you. Do check him out. He is fantastic. He's a New York-based hiker. He, I believe he does, he makes his money from his um, sponsorships doing hikes. And he's done some amazing hikes all over the world. Hashtag goals. That is awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. <clears throat> so yes, when you get back, we will do an episode on that. In the meantime... Mm -hmm. Y'all are going to be stuck with me. I'm going to be talking about property rights and hiking. Oh, boy. It's going to be exciting. It does tie into hiking. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll go into this in detail next week. But there are certain trails and peaks where you have to call a private property owner to even access the trail. So we will be talking about that. Um, thinking of the Catskills. Yeah, especially the Catskills. <clears throat> There's a couple of peaks there. So stay tuned. It's going to be fucking exciting, motherfuckers. Oh, boy. I've also been watching a bunch of assholes on YouTube. Um, In the nicest way possible. A bunch of assholes on YouTube dying on Mount Everest because they're a bunch of assholes. I'll talk about why they're assholes and why they're dying and how you should not die on any peak. But um, as Tat says, no peak or no trail is worth, worth your my life. life. Yep. A hundred percent. Thank you, Ib Tat. Who is currently in Idaho at the moment? I gotta he's, catch up on his videos. Yeah, he's almost, he's, <clears throat> has about a third of the trail, if not a quarter of the trail left of the PCT. So, no, I'm sorry, the CDT. Yes, CDT. So he'll still finish in, like, the last week of October and be half dead. Um, although when we... He has a girl now, so he has to get home alive. Um, when we met him, um, he went into some detail and... <clears throat> yeah, the National Park Service sucks. Literally, this dude, in order to watch his videos on the... PCT? PCT, the end, they had to cut a lock to get into a shelter. Yeah, this was a ranger station that <clears throat> they broke into because it was a life or death situation. Once again, I mentioned this last week, just use your noggin. 
And if it's a life or death situation, if it's between you uh, being exposed to the cold or picking a lock to get into a ranger station to stay alive, do the latter. And he- I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry to, to say that because it's illegal, but desperate times call for desperate measures. A hundred percent. So he, we actually met him in Georgia at mountain crossings Mm -hmm. and he kind of elaborated. You can see that we're not telling any secrets. We're not talking out of school. You can see his video. He explains that they are breaking the law, but it was better than staying in a shit filled latrine literally and freezing. And they cleaned up and they made it cleaner than they, when they went in. And they still got a ticket for a hundred and fifty some dollars. Yeah, breaking the lock. So, fuck you, National Park Service. Um, Or State Park or whatever it was in Washington State. A hundred percent. So, that's what I'll be talking about next week. I may go on a hike as well that I'll be talking about. But let's prep your upcoming journey. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> um, you already mentioned this, but you are doing the... Tour, Tour de Mont Blanc. Blanc. Tour de Mont Blanc. And I will be going from... Oh, boy. I'm leaving on the 26th, and I will be starting with my family. I'm going with my uncle and my cousin on August 28th. And I believe we're finishing on the 8th or 9th of September. We have a few days to acclimatize, to do some sightseeing before my cousin and I and his friend attempt to um, hike to the summit of Mont Blanc, which is just over 15,000 feet. So I have never done anything like this. You have done not to this extent, I don't think, Mm -mm. but you did some shit in Italy two years ago. So what is it like to acclimatize so you don't get hypoxia and fuck your shit up? So when I went to uh, do the Alta Via 2, which Craig Adams actually just did himself, which you can go and check out his videos, as well as you can go and check out my videos of the AV2 in Italy, which good luck finding it because I want to tell you what my username is. (laughs) Um, It took me about... I would say an afternoon to an overnight to acclimatize. The average altitude was between six and eight to nine thousand feet during that whole hike, which roughly is about eighty plus miles, and it took us about eight days to do seven to eight days. And after how many days were you comfortable at altitude? A day. A day, okay. I, because what we did when we started, we started in the town of Bressanone or Brixen, depending on what your nationality is. If you're not, if you're Austrian, you usually say Brixen. If you're Italian, you would say Bressanone. So we started there. We took the cable car up to the start of the AV2, and then it was only about a three mile hike to the first refugio or hut, and that threw me for a loop I was I questioned myself as to why I did this because I was feeling the altitude but once I got to the hut I had something to eat had something to drink and slept at altitude overnight by the next day I was absolutely fine 
So I want to put this into perspective for our listeners. Um, I know a lot of our listeners are white mountain hikers. A lot of our listeners have Adirondacks Adirondacks 46, Northeastern. This, I can't speak from personal experience. You can. Mm -hmm. This seems far more intense than even that. I remember getting semi-frantic texts from you. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the AT didn't prepare me. So, no, again, didn't. <laughs> perspective, we had been hiking. Oh, my gosh. We were doing, we were prepping so much. All summer, like, with the purpose of trying to prep you for this. But you can't simulate the conditions on the East Coast of the United States. Like, nope. you just can't. We did, <clears throat> last year, we did over 400 miles because of COVID. Um, so, this was 2018 or 19? 18. 19, I was in the Southwest. Okay, so this was 2018. We probably did we did a, a 300-ish, <clears throat> and it's still when you you just you can't simulate that elevation. So even though your legs were okay, even though you were cardiovascular, I was fit, fine. It was the elevation you can't was, prep unless you're if you live in the West, Colorado, in the Rockies, in the Sierras, you will be okay. Um, for folks living in the 14ers, you're fine. Um, but for us poor folks who have older mountain chains, which are much lower in elevation, we're kind of screwed. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so, um, and just a tiny, tiny sidetrack. Absolutely. So when you say older mountain chains, the Appalachians are probably the oldest mountains in North... Definitely the oldest mountains in North America, if not some of the oldest on the planet. They are so fucking old that they are probably the second range Mm -hmm. on this continent because the first range eroded. Like, that's how old this range is. So the older the mountains, the lower in elevation they usually are because I'm no geologist... You're no geologist, Mm-mm. but we're nerds and we listen to a lot of YouTubes. And what's interesting <clears throat> about the Appalachians, a couple of things, is that apparently, according to scientists, they used to be almost as tall as Everest, which is roughly 28,000 feet. 8,000 meters, so whatever that converts to. Times, roughly times three. Yeah. Um, three point something something. Uh, and also, if you take a look at a topographical map of the world... And you take a look at the Appalachian mountain chain. It goes from roughly northern Florida, lower um, Georgia, all the way up, as we know what the Appalachians are. Adirondacks, white, greens, whites, up into Canada, into Nova Scotia, and then crosses into um, Greenland, and then over into Scotland. So it, that is the same... Geez, all of these fucking alarms. But all of these mountains are a part we're a part of the same chain. So as mountains, there's a certain point where continental, um, not drift, but when the continents push against each other, tectonic plates pushing against each other, pushes mountains up Mm -hmm. to a certain point. At a certain point, they reach an elevation and they literally can't be pushed up anymore and they start to crumble. But Mm. That's not what's going on with the Appalachians. They're just so old. They have literally eroded down to like 2,000 feet from 
where they used to be as tall as Everest. So, and then we have to think <clears> of, the, of the glacial period as well, which really pushed, brought down the the ice and everything, which kind of made them more round, rolling hills than peaks, and which you see in the Alta Vias in Italy. Okay, very good. And that's also shut up. Thank you. That's also <laughs> why you get. Um, a lot of boulder fields in the northeast. There's a spot in Pennsylvania just north of Milford where there literally was a glacier that melted and has deposited a rock field of boulders. And fun fact, where we are right now, actually, which is the south, co- the south coast of Long Island, is the... Oh, gosh. Let's see. The, You're getting better. We're both getting better. Yes, I am sobering up. It's called the Terminal Moraine. And the Terminal Moraine was where the glaciers stopped. So we are at this point, which is pretty cool. That is awesome. Um, so that was a big, long sidetrack. Hopefully you found it interesting. Don't care if you didn't. <clears throat> but bottom line, you cannot train for the elevations that you will be encountering Mm-mm. On the east coast of the United States, and that is why. So, I, again, I have not been there. You have more experience than I do. I think if you get through your first day and can acclimatize, you will be fine. I think. I think I'll be okay, especially since also I will be at this elevation roughly for for 10 days. And then I will have an extra two days to acclimatize to higher elevations. There are a few hikes I can do, uh, my cousin and I can do, in the meantime, in between those days, to help us get into higher elevations. So about 15,000 feet we looked on um, during the intermission between the opening act. It was 44,180 meters. Yep. So you kind of times that by three point something something. So you said 10 days? I will be um, doing a Tour de Mont Blanc, which is kind of like a roller coaster. You hike the altitude you will hike over those 10 days or however fast you do the Tour de Mont Blanc is higher than Everest. That's pretty fucking awesome. So yeah, we are going to be um and how about how many miles a day? Roughly 10 to 10 to 15 miles a day. It's 110 miles. We gave ourselves 10 11 days to do the hike. And looking at the map, it's a loop, which Mm -hmm. I didn't realize. So that's pretty fucking awesome. So there will be pictures throughout the next month. And then we will go into detail Mm -hmm. um, when you get back. And like I said, in the meantime, hopefully I will do something um, which I'll be able to tell you about. And then I already kind of previewed what I plan to do episodes on. Cool. Um... So, other than that... Yeah, it's been a quiet couple of weeks with on the hiking scene. Um, I hurt my ankle, so mm-hmm. that kind of derailed plans, unfortunately. Um, Cranky and Mrs. Crank were down south for a weekend, and this weekend kind of want to stay close to home since it's the last weekend before the trip. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of like cruising. I did I didn't really hike. I was with my aunt and uncle who are It's such a family affair. <clears throat> yes. Um 
<laughs> they are rapidly approaching senior citizen age. Um, so I don't count this as a hike, but we did explore about a <clears throat> three quarters of a mile of Crabtree Falls. Crabtree Falls is about five minutes outside of Tyre. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but it's spelled T-Y-R, Virginia, which is, <clears throat> um, trying to think of directions. How far from Waynesboro or Stanton? It's about half an hour from Waynesboro. There you go. There you go. So about half an hour from Waynesboro. Waynesboro is a pretty popular, um, zero day for AT hikers. Yep, it is the southern end of the Shenandoah, which we will be reporting on in September or October when we finally finish that shit. So Crabtree Falls is supposedly the largest cascading waterfall east of the Mississippi. So when I say cascading, meaning it, think of Amicalola Falls. Um, down look, in Georgia. Down in Georgia, look that up. <clears throat> so the falls... We're going to get stopped by the police officer right now to tell us to leave. Yes, we... Yes, we... Yes, yes sir. we are. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> this is the greatest podcast episode ever. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> so it... Cascading meaning it flows over some rocks and then it levels out and then it flows over some more rocks. So it's, it's like a, steps. Yes, it is a series of waterfalls versus Niagara, which is just straight down. Straight down. <clears throat> so it is, I believe, um, over a mile and a half of waterfalls. And then at the very, very top, three miles. You hit the AT, so we need to do that mm -hmm. and take a detour when we get to the AT. Cool. So I did that, so check that out, look that up, and I think we should wrap this up because I think we should go because we were just asked <laughs> by the police to go. All right, well, friends, I mean, this was a very interesting episode. <clears throat> like us, love us on the gram as per standard, rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. Find the crank at cranky underscore McStumbles. I'm pretty drunk. No, actually, I'm pretty sober at this point. But I am good to go as well. Don't find me. We're heading back to the wonderful land of Jersey on the mainland. And we will catch you all on the next one. Ciao.